Hi, everybody, and welcome to another live episode of Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. And actually, actually, this is a show where we take the books from the past week, recap them, review them, and tell you what we thought about them, and then recommend comics that are coming out this week that we think you should check out. But also, it's about news as well. So we're going to talk about a topic, and then we're going to break down some comics for you. Uh, this show is sponsored by viewers like you, actually. 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 Break them down. Yeah, we're going to break, them, break down. them down. Well, by art and writing, how, and we're going to talk about they build themselves the up. work that they put into them and then gauge them and uh, belittle them in some way by reducing their efforts into a series of like sentences that describe what they worked so diligently on and then released to the public. But uh, yeah, if you want to sponsor today's show, you can do so by using Super Chats, ask a question or comment. We'll read it here on the show. Like these two fine gentlemen right here, uh, the first of whom is Beeper Leaper, who says, Comic Pop, here's some coin, Diana Prince, Mazel Tov. I think there's a girl version of Mazel Tov, and I never, I never did the diligence that I should have to figure out what that was. You know, there's like a bat mitzvah and a bar mitzvah. I think Mazel Tov is for boys. I don't remember if there's a girl one, but I assume there is. Ray Farr says, Kampa Woo, are either of you excited for the return of characters in the Ultimate Universe? Any character versions that you like more than 616? I don't think you have any affinity or like, not, not that you don't like it, but you know. Yeah, I'm a total Ultimate Universe hater. That's fair. Well, then how do you feel about Jonathan Hickman writing it? No, I have, I'm not that, first no. of all. I'm not. I just am not super familiar with it. I'm only familiar with ultimate spider-man because i read all of it that's fair yeah well all of it up to a point yeah up to the point where i got really sad about it and then mm -hmm. i was like okay okay <laughs> yeah same here uh i also have most i know, got sad maybe ultimate nick fury i think that was the only other character that i'm like bring them over you know when they were like oh no it's nick fury jr actually actually well i kind of enjoyed peter parker in that world i think i like here. him and more I, and i think that's simply because of the fact that i felt very comfortable diving into it because mm -hmm. we were all starting on the same foot that's right no other books just ultimate yeah you can just read one through you know whatever yeah get it's, his whole story it's very comforting it's a, it's true no i yeah I, I love peter parker i love aunt may gwen stacy yeah. those versions are more near and dear to me than the other versions at this point the originals that, that, that is to say uh, but yeah, no, I love those characters. I uh, I just, you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But um, yeah. So our topic today, unless you... I feel like I have to snooze and I can't. Okay. It's not coming. Is about uh, Tom King's uh, debut on the Wonder Woman book. Uh, that's coming soon. Uh, and in fact, if you want to hear... Ooh, a comic book store or retailer near you. That's right. But if you want to uh, hear what Tom has to say about Wonder Woman, some early thoughts and uh, ideas behind that series, you can check out our episode here on this very channel. Uh, the last episode that Tom was on, uh, maybe very well be the last episode he's ever on, but uh, the last episode that Tom was on, uh, he shared all about that series and was happy to tease what's coming and uh, and and where that idea came from in the first place. Uh, never mentioned his the, the daughter character, probably with good reason. Mm -hmm. uh, probably the best idea he had was not sharing that piece of information on and our show. Uh, he, no, he, he rather would say something else that uh, he shouldn't have said. But uh, yeah, there's a lot uh, to get into, so you can check that out as well. But I wanted to talk about Trinity, uh, okay. a.k.a. Lizzie, uh, who is, of course, named after William Moulton Marston, uh, the creator of Wonder Woman's uh, wife. Oh, who was okay. hopefully, uh, as I understand, she was the uh, impetus, the, uh, the inspiration behind the origins of Wonder Woman to begin with. Right. So it's uh, it's only fair to like name a character after her. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, Nothing from the Wonder Woman pitch that Tom King laid down from his 
previous episode here on uh, this channel, uh, did he indicate that Wonder Woman's young adult daughter was going to debut on the series? So we have to assume that like many other characters who would be Diana Prince's daughter, she's from another reality or from the future. Uh, I'm sure since King's writing it, it probably has to do with her coming from our future, you know, the real future, not some evil dark future, but rather, you know, the legitimate future. Sure. Uh, until someone else retcons her out. But, you know, th this is, of course, in a long line of wonder characters who have come out after Wonder Woman. Uh, I cite Donna Troy, Yara Floor, Cassie Sandsmark. I was going to say, I feel like we just did this with Yara. Well, we, we no. See, and, I mean, and here's like a young, a young Wonder Woman, like who's, addition to the zeitgeist of. Oh, absolutely, to the to the young new guard of the yeah, DC universe. Like I know it's very different. It just because it's just another it's another character to mm -hmm. add to that mythos. It feels done. Recently. Yeah, feels like it was done recently. The difference is she's not directly related, and uh, Yara Floor's book took too long to come out, and the TV show got uh, canned before it was shot. So whatever, who cares? I guess it's a failure. Moving on. I just, I don't know how I feel about that, you know? There's yeah. a lot of fanfare, effort, and time, and, well, and, uh, and promotion I, I, I going into Yara Floor. And it explored a different part of, like, the Amazonian mythos More. as well. Yeah. You know, like, taking it from to a different location on the planet. Mm -hmm. That's kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, that being said, uh, I saw some uh, flack thrown King's Way regarding all the other Wonder characters and said, what about this character, this character, this character? Which normally I find to be kind of annoying, if it's in a conversation about something else, mm -hmm. you know, hey, we're talking about this new book, I'm writing it, and uh, here's this new character. What about these other characters? But at the same time, it is the would-be successor to the Wonder Woman legacy, and those characters were also the would-be successors to the Wonder Woman legacy. So I guess it it, it is worth the conversation. I, and he was quick to say yeah. that those characters will appear in the run, sure, and they have a role to play. My guess is... Is it getting out of her way? Probably. My, uh, sincerely, I do believe that those characters will appear, but that... And, and I appreciate this, that King's approach is... They want me to write Wonder Woman. Uh -huh. Now, when there was no daughter in the equation, yes. I figured this is going to be awesome because King is just doing a straight up, let's let's focus on Diana. Right. right let's just do a story about Diana. Yeah, let's do some character growth for her. Maybe maybe know. give her like an actual trade paperback people talk, would want to buy. Talk about a character who actually could have a <laughs> the hallmark of, of what people associate as the hallmark of Tom King's story, trauma. Oh, naturally. Just, he's got some experience with that. Right, certainly. he's got a little experience with that. You know, often told, like said to be a one note in terms of, of his storytelling because of it, mm -hmm. because of his, his reliance on that. Um, I mean, admittedly, everybody has trauma. Right, so there's there there's it's some not, element of yeah, uh, connectability and, and, and relatability. It isn't always quite the same. No, um, I, but, I, but she's a character that's ripe for it. Absolutely. But I, maybe it doesn't seem like we're going to get that. No, well, I think we'll get that by way of seeing her surprise daughter, which is disappointing. <laughs> surprise daughter. Surprise daughter. Now, and, and the other thing is that to bring up the, the fact that this seems like kind of tacked on, kind of a surprise out of left field. Both Bruce and Clark have children at this point. Sure. Like it, I think it's not fair to say, well, where's this daughter coming from? I mean, come on. It's like, the, the two thirds of the Trinity have children at this point. But they don't all have to. Well, no, but they all more or less do. But they don't all have to. And it used to be that Bruce did. Yeah. Bruce was the only one who did via adopted children. Yes, essentially. that's true. 
And then that wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. So then he had to have a real son. Yeah, you know, real, son. real son. There was like, in terms of the way that the like Amazonian society seems to work, yes, it's a big deal that her mom made her from from clay or from or zeus or however you want to say that she came to be mm-hmm. um it, it's it, i feel like it's interesting that the society itself they're all related in some way like in their like the way in which they work they're all sisters they're all whatever exactly um so i i don't know i just never really thought about her having a child i would never like, I, we've seen it before we've seen it in else worlds like they'll have a kid or, or oh, whatever yeah. like oh no it, it's true it, it's been done but it was never something where i was just like and when will that happen no i've never thought it and but i wonder if that's because i never think about wonder woman anyway or if it's because you know it's just not intrinsic to her character to to have a i mean she's she hasn't had a, her love interest mm-hmm. is steve trevor because there are so few Right. When I say that, I don't mean she's currently ensconced in a relationship with Steve Trevor. I mean, when you think about it, you know, there could be an argument for yeah. for for Superman where it's like, oh, his true lady love is Lana Lang. His true lady love is the Lemuria girl from the ocean. His true love is Lois Lane. You can make an argument for all those. Batman, same deal. Talia, yeah. Catwoman, Vicky Vale, if you're a big fan from the original movie. Like, there's a lot of options you could think of. With Wonder Woman, it's so rare to see any kind of, like, relationship stuff mm. that there's no argument there's no discussion mm-hmm. so to introduce secret daughter and introduce like secret relationships secret all like it, it's it's key it seems a little tacked on yeah um but look she has three lassos right 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 and that i guess is why she's called trinity a lot of speculation i'm sure that will be uh explained probably probably shortly into the run right not unexpectedly, because, of course, Daniel Samper, uh, who is the artist on the upcoming Tom King Wonder Woman series, yeah. is also uh, the credited as the designer for mm-hmm. Trinity. Um, so I, I assume that she'll be introduced fairly quickly into the run. Yeah. You know what it is, too? You know, going like I see people going on and on about how she's had kids in the past, but that was in alternate realities and timelines. What is that? Like, I, I additionally like yes, calling out. I also read that Reddit thread or article too. I was going to say initially, like, you know, Lita slash fury, yes. you know, more for me from Sandman fame. Yes. Let's be honest. I think that's the most, <laughs> right. Not from your favorite run <laughs> on maybe, wonder like, woman. That's my most, like the most impactful thing that she ever did, but mm-hmm. like, I, she's not, it's not the same wonder woman. I don't believe that well, had that. Right, it wasn't the same Wonder Woman that had her. Uh, anyway, but what I was going to say in terms of the other um, Wonder like Woman characters, the characters that make up other versions of Wonder Woman that aren't Wonder Woman. Yes. Um, you know, tossing them aside and being like, here's the future of Wonder Woman mm-hmm. seems strange because Wonder Woman doesn't tend to get, we've talked about this before, she doesn't get a lot of like time in the central like no she's a supposedly like a pillar of dc right but they never have any strong enough stories to tell hell right. the the impetus behind this is they were like well you were so successful with supergirl do yeah. it to wonder woman right um but if you have if you struggle with just managing the most iconic female superhero of all time as she <laughs> is and struggle with managing all of her characters or like giving them something important to do yeah why make another one right right why complicate it further yeah you know especially if your character that you've been assigned or that you've chosen to talk about doesn't have 
more than a couple of iconic stories. Mm -hmm. And those stories normally are deconstructions or some kind of like weird off the beaten path version of that character or time period for that character uh, because Tom King will get residuals for this character's creation. That's yeah. I mean. I mean, at the end of the day, the most cynical answer is because, well, I could use Fury and make her like a real character in main continuity. Hell, I could do something with, you know, any number of characters from Wonder Woman's yeah. rich tapestry of Elseworlds and alternate realities. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't get a big paycheck if and when she's going to. And our, an argument can be made that you know, that was why Yara Floor was created as well. Right, but she was doing something different. But they, 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 it was a completely different character. Definitely doing something different with it. Like, there's just... I'm arguing a thing I haven't had a chance to read. Exactly. So I'm, tr like, I'm trying we're to all, not judge we're all devil's advocating. harshly. No. Um, because I don't know what he's going to do with this. We don't know where she comes from or, or what her purpose is for sure. being here. It's just interesting to me that you have all, you, you get this this smattering of characters that fall under the Wonder Woman, you know, like if, if, there, was Brand. A, if there was a binder or like a Millanote board <laughs> with Wonder Woman characters, you have all these, these names on there and they don't, Right, with very few stories. <laughs> they don't tend to get a lot of time in the pages. Yes. And it's like, hang on. Everyone just shove those away for a second. We're going to make a new one. Right. And I'm like, okay. You know, maybe you got some, like, banger story. Yeah, maybe. I really hope you do. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, mean, like, I'm still going to look at it. I'm still going to read it. I'm still going to check it out. It's just, you know, Supergirl was so strong, but Supergirl was also a mini- yeah. And I don't know if this is a mini. I don't know if it's No, it's I, an ongoing. This is the main continuity. But. That's where I want that's where I always worry about King. Yes. Um, just in general. Um, if if it was a mini, I'd I'd, I'd probably be like, All right, hell on everybody, let's see where this sure. goes because maybe she's some sort of like alien whatever and it's not real or mm -hmm. like you know, it's some Greek, you know, deity pretending to be what No, we all know what this is. But 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 I mean like that in a mini you would expect like two turns or whatever. But like if it is going to be an ongoing, I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I we'll mean, I'm just I'm just. It's interesting that they're like, hey, let's do this. Also, want to call her Trinity, which is often what we associate Batman, Batman Superman, Superman, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman as. So you know. Well, and of course she will be lumped in with Damien and right. John if and when they decide to follow that sure. logic. I, I see she also has three lassos. Yes. Um, one representing Wonder Woman, one representing Batman. Right. Representing. I, no, I, I'm just. I mean, I'm sure one on makes color. you lie, or one makes you, you know, whatever. The, well, hopefully, if, if she's named Trinity, she'll inherit, you know, the strength of her mother, mm -hmm. um, the money of Bruce Wayne, yes, and um, the farming abilities of Superman. There you go. <laughs> I mean, look. If you look at Batman, Catwoman, the Tom King did the exact same thing. Where he was like, "Look at the new Batwoman," and it was just an alternate future version of Helena Wayne, the offspring of Batman and Catwoman. Mm -hmm. So it could be that in the Wonder Woman book, we flash forward to like a future of Wonder Woman sure. where she follows the logic or the story that we're following now. Mm -hmm. And down the line, we introduce Trinity. Sure. You know, and we're looking at her appearance right. as a window into a possible future, but it's not in main continuity. Via seagulls. Hopefully there's seagulls and not albatross because... Right, because that's a harbinger of doom. Only if you kill them. That's right. Which, of course, she will, but with one of her many lassos. But, like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not enthused about this as much as I'm enthused about the idea of Tom King and Daniel Samper just doing a Wonder Woman book. Yeah. And, again, like, everyone would probably be able to predict, I don't like polluting a uh, an already crowded grouping of characters or families. And also, as we've pointed out numerous occasions, you and I, on this episode, there are wonder woman is so bereft of classic trade stories as it is 
and you're going to do one where G Willikers, she's got, she's a mom now. Like what a obvious thing to do, but also what a damning thing to do. Because of course, as King probably knows himself as a father, once you become a father, you become the stage for your child. So it's no longer about you. Mm -hmm. So like, why would I care about what's happening to Diana when the fulcrum upon which it all rests is this new gen, this next generation. Right. And it's funny because I feel like on, on the show, we often end up talking about new characters and I don't hate new characters. No, I hate inorganically introduced new characters. That is that is what it feels like. But we don't we don't know this. We don't know. It's no, just, but it's they're just... also the problem is, and I think the reason why it's putting a bad taste in our mouths is because they were like, ladies and gentlemen, here's this character with no context. They are doing. Give that. me the accolades. Yeah, no, they the the marketing for this seems to be rested entirely on on the her shoulders. Just look at her. Yeah, I mean, the art's great. The art's great. No, I, the art on her is great. The art for the preview pages for Wonder Woman, which I've seen over the last month, have been fantastic. Yeah. That's good enough. Wonder Woman standing against a tank is awesome looking. I want to see that. And also, let's complicate DC further. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, yes. But there well, we are. Well, we'll check it out for yeah, sure. Obviously, um, you'll hear our opinions about it's it on the show. It's going to be a very different... Um, sort of feeling because mm -hmm. again it's an ongoing yeah and um i didn't i wasn't a big tom king batman fan no I'm not for like an ongoing um, right but i i do like his miniseries works and you know his supergirl book was great and i was like really kind of excited for this yes. but i was excited again for a diana story told through the lens of tom king yeah um so we'll see yeah we will certainly see i agree uh joey uh our uh amarim says uh first time catching you guys live in a long time which dawn of dc book has been your favorite so far thanks guys uh as far as dawn of dc yeah uh the, oh, joshua williamson's uh superman book oh yeah okay yeah, has been it. the best uh, for me um but i am really excited because next week there's a bunch of books that are coming out uh, uh, this flash? week um i don't think flash is coming out this week but uh batman brave and the bold from tom king and mitch jared is coming out Ooh. and uh Kaching. I don't really like Tom King's Batman, but I'll read that because I also loved Tom King and Mitch Jarrett's on the Riddler story. You didn't like uh, <laughs> Max says, Hey guys, hope you're well, fellas. Do you like any manga? I know it's not the point of the channel, but I realized I never heard your thoughts. Uh, we've talked about this on a number of occasions. I don't uh, Tiffany uh, name your mangas. I no, I do. I, I think the answer is yes or no. Yes. Yes. To some degree. I, I definitely do. I, I, um, I like a lot of the, you know, Eastern storytelling tropes. I, you know, I like the challenge of retraining my brain to read them. If after reading too many Western comics to mm -hmm. go back to that and read them the other way through, I love the textures and like ability that they have with art to tell the story in as quick a way as possible because manga is, you know, historically known to be a, a, an art that has to be done quite quickly at mm -hmm. a fast pace in order to get books published. Right. Um, but also to do so in, in a black and white and grayscale. You know? Oh, yeah. It's something that we don't embrace here in Western comics typically. Nope. So typically, you really want to see that full color. Yep. Um, But the textures they use and there's just, there tends to be a lot of like a language incredible detail at yes. times and like it can be grotesque or beautiful and I, I just think there's something to be appreciated there and, and something that even if you're not a fan of manga, it's worth to check them out sometimes just to, you know, Clench your palate a little bit before jumping back into some Western books. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that. Uh, so there are a couple of books that came out this week that we're going to talk about. Uh, right. Would you like to begin? I'm sure you have more than I do. Uh, well, I can rapid fire really quickly. Yeah, please. 
Yeah. Yeah. This is good. <laughs> yeah. At this point, it's so hard to review Saga from Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples. Go. This is good. Right. Oh, wait, I'm on the side because I'm talking about it. That's true. Yeah. This is a fun book. Is I I it's I. I've come to realize why I'm really connecting with this. I don't want to, again, I can't, you can't talk about this book anymore. You can't talk about it without spoiling it unless we have like a, like a saga show ongoing show and book or club. book club podcast where we just talk about why saga is so important. Um, but it is, I, I, this is, this is one of those books I think is hopefully going to have a very long half-life mm-hmm. of, of, you know, just lasting through the years as an examination of families. Yeah. And, um, yeah, this is just it's just a good book, and it constantly, like I said, it's always keep me in check of like, oh yeah, that character, <laughs> oh yeah, because he's got he's got a back pocket. Oh yeah, I can't even imagine. I can't. I, they, in my head, it's like mm-hmm. Pepe Silvia, that's the type of Brian K. Vaughn has in his house. Yes, with all of the characters, all these characters. saga on it. Um, but it's just it's just so it's so good. Yeah, it's different. It's different. That's it good. One hundred percent different. From where it started, from okay. like issue one to here, so much has happened and so much has changed. Yeah, but characters have grown, and it's not like they forget that they've grown. Right. You know, Staples and Vaughn are on the same page that we will let these guys grow, we will let them change, mm-hmm. and unless they have a damn good reason to not like that, act like that anymore, they will continue to act the way that they do. Cool. And I and I really appreciate that. I love that. Uh, 60 second comic book facts says just wanted to send some love and thank you all for the hours of entertainment comic pop is truly the best comic channel around thank you very, very much comic thank facts. you so really much really appreciate it uh, Baragian uh, helping us out thank you very much Baragian Cat uh, Larry Flynn for treats did you see Pepe Larraz's tweet about AI art theft excellent question especially because we did and Tiffany has something to say about it <laughs> I did. I retweeted it um, because I, not that like my voice is so much louder, but like every little whisper, every little. Every, and he did like it. But every voice out there at Marvel, because I made sure to to clue them in, because not that I want Marvel to have total control over art that their artists do. However, we're getting to a point where it wouldn't hurt to have some bigger names going like, oh, hey, you can't do that. The Pepe Ross thing, if you hadn't heard about it, was uh, someone Pepe Ross put out a, a tweet that showed a couple of like screenshots of someone who was like, hey, I went and I took a whole bunch of Pebbly Rise's art from X-Men and I trained an AI um, program on it mm-hmm. and then generated up a whole bunch of art that looks like his. Yeah. With his type of characters. And that's just straight up wrong on so many levels. And I, I don't want to turn this into the let's talk about why AI is I'm bad. Not, <laughs> I feel like we are not ethically or morally ready for what AI is capable of. Absolutely. Um, I'm not saying it's bad because I do think I don't have the answers, but I do think that it is a, a progression for us as like a, a, a species. Mm-hmm. This is like the next thing, but I just don't think that we're ready for it and we don't have practices in place to make sure that it doesn't become yeah. a negative thing um but that said like the the theft uh, in order to train uh, ai of any kind i'm just i'm just not behind it yeah i just i can't yeah i, I can't like that's just it's gross and it's icky yep. and um and it's it's telling how the it, it's being embraced by the least creative people you've ever met <laughs> uh 
who are also just deeply resentful of the fact that there are people out oh, there who and are like creative. They, they just show up. They just show up to yell. Oh, they're always there. About it. Oh, hey there, dinosaur. You're against the future. It's a tool. No, you're a tool. No, no. This is that. There has and like there has historically there has been moments like that in which it's like something new will show up and it's and, scary and, and new and, and, and scary and new and and the people who aren't ready to to move to it yet are shouting it, it down yeah. yeah yeah and like that's not and that's why i'm we're, careful we're, to say that like i think ai is good and i think there's something positive can come from it and it can help to you know reduce your like grind every day mm-hmm. like you know there are certain things that we all use day to day that have ai involved with it and i like i'm not saying we should do away with all of it no it's just we are not there ethically yet right yeah and like we need to catch up yes it's true. Uh, Josh Wallabaugh says, I appreciate you guys. So here's a little something from this fan, this sponsor. Thank you very much, well, Josh. Happy to have you as a sponsor. Thank you, thank you. Uh, returns to say, listen, for, for a few years, just graduated with a history teaching <gasps> degree. Thanks for the great times. Thank you, Congratulations. Baragian. Congratulations to and, you. Good luck. Yeah, enjoy. Like, you know, once you get into the classroom, enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cat Larry will defend for treats. For me, Clark is the dad of superheroes. Hard to live up to. Bruce is the super cool uncle. Diana is the protective big sister who makes you feel secure. I mean, there's any number of ways you can interpret the Trinity and how they and how they play a role in each parent or every child's yeah. like, development. I mean, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Uh, Ray Farr, t- new Tom King mini. I'll get the tissues again. Oh, no, it's not a mini. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll be it becomes a mini. Which I have no doubt in my mind. Denial, is anyone else worried Trinity is going to be revealed to be a clone commissioned by Waller as a weapon by Cadmus or some magic creature's nonsense? That'd be okay. I don't expect that to happen because I don't because Tom King is not exactly what you'd call a team player when it comes Tom to King his stories. I don't believe in magic. <laughs> Onward. Uh, I don't think so. I don't not that he's not a team player. He works for the company, but like I don't think he's like working with josh williamson to set up the next phase of the waller initiative in the dc dawn of whatever the hell fair fair uh barry busan says as not the biggest king fan my only positive from this news is trinity has a really good costume more than helena wayne at least my money is on steve as the dad i mean safe bet to make i assume that she maybe she came from the i mean she is i think she might be blonde i don't know because i was gonna say maybe she came from the alternate future where uh bruce and diana were trapped it's hard to tell because like it's very stylized exactly with the light light, we'll we'll find out phantom flame make uh her a good version of cull uh exactly batman wonder woman who Mm -hmm. knows uh and samuel summers please do a saga book club (laughs) or or back issues on it now that'd be fun uh so yeah uh, i read daredevil uh this week i have one more like oh okay great like, no one's like I was like I was gonna count those and you weren't ready. Oh, I'm sorry. Chats. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I read Phantom Road, uh, this uh, number three this week. Jeff Lemire, uh, writing this one. Gabriel H. Walta on art. Yeah. It's just, I just love this book. Mm-hmm. Like I read this issue and I was like, I, I mean, like we talked about it last time, or how much I love this cover. Yes. I love everything about this. Was Billy Bear? <laughs> I, they make they're in the in the uh, comic their shirts. I <gasps> want like, that shirt. Hey. Uh, Jeff, give me Billy Bear. Get, get that shirt going, honey. Yeah. Um. No, but this is this. I like this book a lot. Good. All right. I really, really do. You know, it's it's got that, like I said, that like creepy pasta style story vibes going on. But mm-hmm. now, you know, we've introduced like an FBI agent, and so naturally, I can't help but think Twin Peaks. Oh, sure. I don't know. There's no sure. way they're not thinking that too. Um. But 
yeah like i just i really am enjoying this kind of slow burn on this yeah but it's creepy and i'm I'm here for it all right uh chip zadarsky and lynn yoshi and rafael de la torre i believe uh jason Liu and lynn yoshi worked on the backup story but uh Wait, zadarsky, yoshi yeah that i we met her one time at uh and one of the comic cons yeah no way it's a comic fest oh that's cool and i had like a i don't know where it ended up because it got wrecked during something but mm-hmm. i had like a little sailor jupiter drawn by her yeah it's over there oh i still have it then it's on the wall I hooray think. yeah uh but uh yeah the main the main event here is uh daredevil number 11 which of course continues the whole like story of matt's decline and development this is the first time we get a really good look at like this third new costume for daredevil in this run i think uh more costumes for daredevil yeah i i i would think that this would be predictable and frustrating or it's heading in that direction were it not for the fact that zadarsky's name is on this book this series has been a uh just a just a succession of ups and downs and uh whiplash because it had initially been a phenomenal series, which then gave way to a fine yet not quite at the same level series, as you've probably heard me say on numerous occasions, uh, especially because this book has been rebooted now mm-hmm. and it will again. Apparently, uh, in a couple of more issues, they're going to reboot and go back to a number one for Daredevil, which uh, which Marvel needs to stop doing. Um, but yeah, so Matt and Cole, his uh, former member of Internal Affairs, who he roped into his holy war to fight whatever, uh, has led him back to New York and all of his team arrested by, uh, you know, Western agencies of, of law enforcement, um, including his wife married under the hand and a ghost of stick and uh, Electra. And so, um, th- but but everything has been manipulated by characters that Chip Zdarsky invented called the Stromwinds, who are this brother-sister team of, uh, of assholes who have been controlling everything the whole time. And they've been in the book since the beginning of the series. Uh, and Matt has finally given up on trying to, like, fight these people. So he goes before them and he's like, I'll work for you. And you guys use your resources to free everyone you, you had arrested. Mm-mm. And I'll be your, like, eyes and ears on the inside of the superhero community. And they're mm-hmm. like, that's great. You used to be an Avenger kind of you're, you get back on the Avengers and you can feed us information from, from, from there. Uh, and then he was like, yeah, but if you, do you screw me over anyway, uh, I'll kill you or I'll hurt you. Or, ah. It's just like, okay. I mean like, yeah, Matt just seems like completely unhinged and stupid. And that's the problem. I like unhinged, but unhinged plus stupid. It's frustrating. That's not my protagonist. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to worry about that. But I also think that because it's chip, we're going to see a subversion. Uh, there was an arc earlier that ended in which uh, Kingpin was dethroned uh, from mayor of New York. Mm. And so they were that's like, a, that's a major feat. Yeah, I know. Yeah. This is Kingpin. That's right. <laughs> well, there was no one in a bikini able to, to, to choke him to death. But uh, so the, the, the ones were like, we've set this up. You're going to be the president. And then that doesn't happen. It's like, oh, that's a great status quo, new setup. And then he just pulls the rug out and he's like, nope, we're not going to do that. So I think in this, it's like he's lulling the Stromwinds into a false sense of security of like, this is the new status quo, which, by the way, if you want to talk about like brooding New York based uh, Judeo-Christian inspired 
uh, mainstream comic book characters. Uh, we saw that already when it was called Spawn. Because uh, there's a whole arc where Spawn's like, hey, because Matt is in the exact same position as Spawn. There's a whole arc where Spawn is like, I yeah, I made the deal with the devil and then I gave him the finger because I'm brooding douche who wants to be back with my wife. But And then I used up all my powers and I'm back in hell, but put me back on Earth. And they're like, why would I ever do that? And he's like, because I'll work for you. And they're like, you used to work for me. Why would I ever take that deal? And he's like, because I pinky swear. <laughs> and they're like, okay. And then he doesn't. And it's like, that is exactly what we're getting with this Daredevil book. Okay, and okay. So my, uh, not that I think that Chip is like, man, I love that arc on Spawn. I love Spawn issues 55 onward. But uh, I also think that, he, uh, I, I think the chip is gonna is, is playing a, a, a greater game. He's okay. we're playing checkers. He's playing chess. So all right, all right. But otherwise, you know, the art's fantastic. The art in this was great uh, and uh, and fun. And you know, and I'm glad Matt's cleaning things up. You know, he's like and he's taking on all of these doing the thing. He's mm. like, I'm taking on all of the sins of my of my crew, and I'm gonna, you know, yeah. So okay, that's it. Uh. Burp. Uh, you know, but but again, it hasn't been the heights that it used to be. So there you have it, uh, Daredevil, um, which is a book that I've been championing forever. Uh, yes, Nikki T, have. hey, Sal and Tiffany got a pitch for future Elseworlds Exchange episode, DC 2099, not Batman Beyond style, something different. Love it. I, we, it's such a good idea. I wonder if we've already done it, but if not, we will do it now. Uh, nice. Bryce Harriet, thank you so much for your help, man. Uh, trash cam uh, keep the change will do you filthy animal thank you very much Tubez the one before this I want a re retroactive super sons book where Wonder Woman babysat the two on date night and Damien tries to challenge Diana to a fight I would love to see that I would do one better how about just uh, uh, Damien is trapped on Themyscira or has to is, is safeguarded on Themyscira like they hide him there maybe the League of Shadows wants to finally assassinate Damien like once and for all and Bruce like put him on the one place there's no way the League of Shadows will ever meet him uh, and then you have a great moment where Talia fights Diana. Um, but yeah, Tubez, uh, the one said that. Thank you very much. Uh, Josh Kata says, hey, guys, love the channels and everything you do. Uh, quick question. Does Punisher, did Punisher finish up? Not yet, but it's got like, I think, one or two more issues left. Wow. Yeah. And wow. Uh, I've, I've been loving that series, despite the like last two issues that were like, oh, that's where you're going with it. Okay. Uh, Phantom Flame, if DC characters move forward more, how could Wonder Woman's story or hero arc conclude her becoming president of Earth or the Amazons or, I don't know, Perpetua-like? I, I don't like the idea of Wonder Woman being a god. I don't like the idea of Wonder Woman like becoming gold and punching a, the, the, a, a big... <laughs> cr grumpy, un well, like badly designed uh, character. But, you know, meh. It's, it's, it's not my kind of thing. Uh, I would rather just read one Wonder Woman book that I would be very excited by. Like, and I don't know what that is. I just like, I, every time Wonder Woman has a number one, we're like, let's read it. Yeah. We did the same thing with Becky Cloonan and Michael Conrad. And, I did, and, I was and you were like, all right. And then eventually they went off the beaten path. You're like, get out of no, here. No, 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 They just, they just, you know, they went to a different arc. And I, that, that was, that's what arcs are for. Yeah. In a way, you know, you got get on, you get off the bus. And I got off the bus. Yeah. I, Cause I really, really, really enjoyed the, the arc that yes. I read. Like I enjoyed the hell out of that. I know. I know. And then I was like, okay. Right. Doesn't mean I'll never read it, but for the time, I was like, "This—that's that's enough. I, that's what I wanted. I'm yeah. looking for that." And, exactly. they, and they gave it to me, and then they wanted to explore something else, and I don't—I don't begrudge them that. No, exactly. You know, they're—they're they, creators. They want to go someplace different. They want to—you mm -hmm. know—they don't want to just beat the dead horse. Totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally get it. And I and a lot of folk really did like it after that. Totally. I just was, 
I liked the vibe. You preferred the other vibe. I did. I did. Uh, Peach just want to say appreciate you. We appreciate you, Peach. Oh, Thanks well, so much, man. Much. Uh, Bryce Harriet. Hello, Sound Tiffany. Thanks for being great. Well, thank you, Bryce, oh, for your great. support, man. Uh, R021XX. So Al Ewing is writing Thor with a new number one. Yes. Uh, I, I I hesitated to bring it up, but um you know donny cates is off of thor uh-huh, uh-huh and so al ewing is getting a book called the immortal thor he's going back to the original costume wow we're cleaning up the, the hammer yeah and uh who's drawing it uh, it says it on there i know martin, uh, oh martin, martin coccolo oh. so yes please oh. uh please and thank be you careful well, i gotta be careful with my my ex guys though. i know like they, they go on other places which means those x books are kind of i know but uh <laughs> i think I'm, I'm glad for that exactly. i really really am yeah uh i think that uh ewing is a is a natural choice for thor mm-hmm. this of course this was a leak in as much as it was in previews magazine <laughs> so you know who, who's going to complain it's a preview uh, it's a preview there's literal pages in it um but you know wow. al, uh, it's interesting Look because how shiny he is yeah yeah uh obviously you know yao ewing is uh most most recently lauded for his immortal hulk run and so oh. getting the immortal moniker on this raises a few eyebrows. Right, is right, this right. going to be like, oh, there's a there's a darkness within Thor? I think not. I think it's more like a cheeky kind of like, let's play off of everyone's knowledge and understanding of Al Ewing having done Immortal Hulk and use the title right, well, so that we don't also get a fresh number one. I mean, Gillen's doing Immortal X-Men. That's true. There are enough. There's enough immortality to go around. And you could do worse than a god. But uh, yeah, I've seen the pages. If you haven't already, you just Google it. But uh, I'm excited for that. It's going to be cool. Uh, and so, yeah, check out Immortal Hulk. It's coming soon. Yay. But uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That sounds great. Right? I'll, I will read it. Uh, yeah. And finally, Travelog says, finally made it to the live show. Here's some money for more Ultimate Spider-Man on back issues. Please and thank you. Well, thank you, man. We'll, uh, we'll do it when we uh, get to it. Tiffany, what else did you read? Um, yeah, what, what did I read? The rest of the books this week will we'll be, be X-Men. We'll be... <laughs> Holy crap, they all are. Well, yeah. <laughs> Wolverine, Red. I assumed you didn't read Ghost Rider. No, I did. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not. Sorry. It, it got couched when I, in between. Okay. Two. But yeah, I know. I read, I read Ghost Rider number 14 this week by Ben Percy uh, with art by, um, oh, who is it? It's Corey, Corey Smith. Smith. Yeah. Art by Corey Smith. And uh, no, this is, it. listen, it's good. Is it like. Is it know, what you've been waiting for? I mean, we're dealing, we, we got a lot more backstory as to what has been going on with Danny Ketch. Good, okay. And that's really cool. Basically, it's like the here's the ongoing story for Johnny Blaze, right? And then we'll cut back to like, you know, what Danny like Ketch was up to. Six months ago, three months ago, two months ago. And so that story's catching up. Cool. To right now. Okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. Things are actually pretty dire for Danny. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm looking forward to seeing how this kind of wraps up and what we do with it. Great. There's there's some there's some interesting opportunities here. Yeah, I don't know which way we're gonna go, and I don't pretend to know. <laughs> so let Ben Percy tell the story to me. Yeah, um, it's a very different way in which he's writing this compared to his Wolverine. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I would hope so. But, but they have like it's funny because they have similar feels for art. You know, they're they're you know a little grittier looking both yeah. of them. Um, but it, it just has a different tone because it's a it's a ghostwriter book. So it's at you know there's like naked not quite naked ladies, but like you know yeah clearly naked people, but you can't see anything. Right, of course, in there, in and, and like implied sex occurs in it. You know, because yeah. it's ghostwriter. Right. Good. Well, ghostwriter should be like a kind of boundary pushing uh exploitative silly like but also gritty and grimy book yeah exactly um now i believe i don't i didn't read the like that this is where this all was coming from but in the back of all the marvel books mm -hmm. there have been backups yes um and i believe that they're ce celebrating uh a asian american and pacific islander heritage month oh yes daredevil had a backup May. as well yes um and i think they're all focused on Asian. A character from the book you're reading, yes, teaming up with. That's what happened in this issue yeah, of Daredevil as well. Like, yeah, you know, a, a character from like that's less thrown into the 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 spotlight, but also written by someone who's Asian and yeah. the character themselves is Asian. And I'm like, that's neat. I don't. It's interesting. I'm like, I'm like, okay, neat. Like, I don't know how I don't know how other people feel about this. Yes. So I'm like, kind of just having a thought exercise right now. So, okay. All right. You know, but it's like. We've seen um, both sides, Marvel and DC, do like, you know, four months like this to do like a, here's a big book full of stories from creators you may not know that well, mm -hmm. with characters you may not know that well, here, go buy it. Yeah. And then not everybody does. Right. Um, we've <laughs> yeah. seen they'll do like a launch, a bunch of launches. Yeah. Right. Like a bunch of number ones. Here, do, how do you feel about this? This is like simultaneously, I'm like, oh, it's a backup. But it's a backup that's in been being put in your hands. Yes. And you might just read it up. Right. Like, you didn't have to pay it anyway. for it or anything. Like, you're buying the book anyway. Yep. And you're getting you're getting a much shorter story there. So like I'm like, like I really like it because it exposed me to some characters that maybe I don't know that well. Mm -hmm. One of them I did. Um, but this one I didn't. And I was like, hey, that's that's neat. Yeah. Um, so the backup was called Memories of the Tide, uh, written by I'm so sorry, everybody, for my horrible pronunciation by John Sway um with art by uh tadam gyaudu uh it, it's a it's it has johnny blaze in it so you know he's you know the guy you know yes but it's not his story he's okay. just he's the guy you know yep and and he's going to you know talk to the character you probably don't know mm -hmm. i didn't know and i want to make sure i get the name right because he has like his regular name but then also his like superhero name. yeah like his, his regular name i think is taiwan i'm like yeah and his superhero name is, oh my gosh, where is it? I'm going to find it someday. Regardless, it's a solid story. Yeah. Like, I really, as short as it was, because don't forget, they're short. So you don't have a lot of page real estate to tell the story yeah. of it. Um, that's it. Teguki Gi of Tiger Division. Again, apologies. I'm really bad at pronouncing things. Even my own language is yes, words. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sight sale. Um, but the story, it's like, it, there's heart to it. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you meet this character who's here, you know, like investigating, you know, a, a series of like crazy murders that have occurred. Well, seemingly murders. Like, oh, is it a serial killer? Nobody knows, right? He wants to get more information about it. Okay. You know, Johnny's there too. And he's like, hey, I know you. Let's kind of team up. And it turns out there's like this this ghost, essentially. Yeah. And, um, you know, the the message is really like a good one to come out of a ghostwriter book. And I, I you know, again, it's a totally different writer than who's writing the main book. Yes. But this Johnny felt 
like he could have come from that world. Right. He's maybe a little more matured. Mm-hmm. And I would read more of this. Okay. Like I really would read more of this. Yeah. Um, but the rest is like things don't quite work out. And like someone ends up dying at the end. Not mm-hmm. one of our two characters, but like a bystander. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the like that like the lesson is like you we can't we save as many as we can. Yeah. Okay. And like you know, that's Johnny's message. Right, sure. But not everyone agrees with it. And like it was just it was just a good story. And I was like, oh, it was it was nice to be like seeing Johnny in that role where he's almost like stage like we see that often. Yes. Uh, especially we just finished Midnight Suns. Robbie, you know, is, is like, the next is generation a for that game. Yeah. Um, and Johnny is an older character and mm-hmm. you know, has his own wisdom. So it's interesting to see him in that role. But like yeah. I the backups themselves, I I was like, I thought I liked it. Mm-hmm. But then I felt weird because I was like, oh, how do I feel about it being a backup and having so little page real estate? But I was like, the small amount of page real estate in more hands yes. could be more powerful. Right. I don't know. I don't know. And it's not my call. Right. But I enjoyed the two backups that I read this week. Um, cause there was that one. And then the other one was actually in Wolverine number 33 mm-hmm. written by, uh, Ben Percy with art by Juan Jose Rip. Yep. And the backup was by June Lewin Young. Oh, lucky. With, uh, <laughs> with art by Peter Gwynn. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay. So the Wolverine book itself is like, Hey, Wolverine's hunting for beasts. But do you remember he had that friend in the book earlier? He worked for like the government, had a daughter, the guy ended up like giving up Wolverine at one point because he needed to save his kid. Yeah. Yeah. So like he's, they've been on Krakoa. I totally forgot about them. And you know, Percy's like, Hey, don't forget about him. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Um, he gets involved again. And Maverick obviously is, is going to be here. And yep. he manages to actually like cover his tracks, take out a few beasts <laughs> or a beast and a bunch of Wolverines. Okay. And uh, get Wolverine out of there. And they're going to team up. Okay. They're going to team up and uh, hunt down Beast. Uh, meanwhile, we have um, the his friend who has contacted his employers and asks for additional resources. He's going to go out on one more field op. Here we go. Going to do his thing. And they're going to take advantage of this and obviously try to use him to find real Wolverine. Sure. So we'll see how it goes. Okay. But it's just the tension is mounting. That's Damn it. This issue was. Because the cover really looked like it was going to be more of Beast versus Wolverine. Yeah, well, I mean, it is in a way. Yeah. It definitely is in a way because there's a moment where like, there's also an exploration of main Beast who mm-hmm. has gone back to the like Beast, like Wolverine Beast hair. Yes. You know yeah, his about? his real hair. Yeah, his real hair. Classic beast. Yeah, right. And the other beasts look like his clones have the, you know, Krakoan slick back beast with the glasses. Yes, look. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a bit of an examination of how they're starting to feel less than than mm, him. Okay, and they don't like that. But Beast has like ears everywhere. Yeah. And uh, some of the beasts note that they're like, you know, even the fact that we have to wear glasses and he doesn't, he specifically made it so that we were like nearsighted. Yes. And he's not. That's funny. And like they're starting to notice him. And a few of them get a little too stepping outside their zone for him. And he has the like Wolverines take them out. Oh, so that covers not a lie. OK, there is technically a Wolverine versus B. Yeah, all yeah right. that That's... covers technically not a lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this issue is very much tension is mounting. Sure. Okay. I'm like, you gotta have those. Yes. That's fine. Yeah, you need to build it. That's fine. And the backup was great. Right. Because it's Gene Lewin Young writing a Wolverine story about how he teams up with uh Deadly Dagger or Sister Dagger, Sister Dagger. from Shang-Chi. 
Okay. Oh, so yeah. And you're like, the, yay! I am like, yay. <laughs> and the book even cites, they're like, hey, these two characters met in the run, mm-hmm. like in the Shang-Chi run. I'm like, that's right, they did! Right. Uh, and the two of them go on a little adventure together. Yeah. And I was like, I would read, I would read more of this. Mm-hmm. I really like Wolverine dealing with her. Yes. You know, it's reminiscent of Jubilee, except she's deadly. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I want a super deadly Jubilee. It's like, it's like Damien, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, it's her. I, I was like, yes. Okay. How do we make that happen? How yeah. do we get Jean Lewin Young on like either a mini well, or an ongoing I don't of understand those two characters? Why Young isn't on the X-Men books right Dude, now. Dude, I don't know. They should just give him a book. I don't know. And it doesn't have to be Asian inspired, by the way. It could be whatever It could just be wants. a book because he's great. He can write whatever he wants. He's, yeah. He's just, he's a, an excellent writer. Yeah. And I just, I, I kept going. I was, you know, because I honestly, I read digitally. So I was mm-hmm. reading it in comicsology, and I was like, oh, wait. It didn't go to the credits page. I actually swiped to the end to see the upcoming books in yeah. that list. And I was like, oh, it's still going. Right. I didn't realize there was going to be a backup. And then I saw who wrote the backup. And naturally, I was like, well, <laughs> I'm going to be reading that yeah. then for sure. It was excellent. Nice. So, yeah. That's cool. I should point out that the Daredevil backup, uh, Double D hangs out with uh, the new Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, you know, it, it was completely divorced from any continuity that was happening with the current, with the last five years of Daredevil. Mm-hmm. So it felt a little more like a pitch or like a have to do it than, well, a, than a really organic story. Well, but the, it, the Ghost Rider one wasn't, well, it wasn't leached out of anything that was happening. It yeah. Was, I happened to feel like the it worked it worked yeah it worked but yeah, the wasn't. daredevil one felt a little more it, the also the art looked a little more like uh like the, like the early 2000s like it was just it was good but it, it didn't just... it didn't work tonally with the rest of the okay. book okay. uh but it was fine you know it was fun to see matt like train someone especially sure. as like a as a favor um but yeah so uh there you go uh, there's more but you know well that, that's that's what we read uh what else did you read tiffy this week yeah um i read rogan gambit oh did you yeah i did yeah yeah i did it yeah was, and how was that it's issue three uh so we're halfway through it's oh only, that's right it's only five issues um yes so you know how i was feeling oh first of all i should say this is written by stephanie phillips i believe mm-hmm. with art by carlos gomez yes you know how i was feeling a little bit like what what the heck is going on with this relationship completely the yeah them? yeah you were worried i was worried because uh, gambit definitely has doing some questionable things that i'm not i'm not 100 percent that his continuity is leading to some of these decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this issue, he definitely does one of those, but then it turns out it actually, he, oh, he's, he's actually doing something. We seem to be relying on the, uh, that. Oh, that. a lot of like, oh, well, I Gambit thought it was, was this, but thing, it's this. But actually, he's doing this, fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, but there seems to be a little bit more explanation as to where the tension's coming between the two of them mm-hmm. via an info dump page oh. in this. Well, no, no, it's actually good because it's, it's a conversation. Oh, It's a text conversation between Rogue and Rocket Raccoon. Okay, cool. Because they're like, they're yeah, pals. they're pals. And um, how she's like asking for advice, and Rocket really cuts to the quick in it mm-hmm. of it, where he's just like, if you're worried that he's keeping something from you, then you're actually worried about yourself as well. Mm. And if you're worried about him keeping something from you, then eventually you're going to be keeping something from him. At right. She doesn't want to address that. Okay. So I thought that was interesting, and I was like, oh, okay, maybe it's like less her blowing up at him all the time and more that she's struggling with something as well okay interesting the one thing i'm not a huge fan of is that apparently she's like i trust destiny and i'm like mm, why would you why would anyone yeah i don't care if she's your mom or not yeah awful you know i, I, I between your two moms i yeah. feel like you have a better luck with mystique the shape changer yeah should take 
<laughs> um, yeah, no, for sure. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, this, this just felt a little more like I'm getting a temperature for yeah. what's going on with them. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it puts Rogue in some danger at the end. Okay. So All right. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I do feel like the writing's on the wall for this relationship, <sighs> unfortunately. Um, but as long as it comes, if it ends up ending mm -hmm. and it, and it happens in an organic way, I will not be upset. I mean, I'll be sad. I'll be like, right. that was fun. I enjoyed them having an opportunity to be together. Yes. But as long as it ends in a way that makes sense. Yes. And isn't just because. Right. Because editorial's like, that ages gambit. Or they want to do something different. Like you care less. Yeah. You know, as long as it feels. Earned. Like, oh, Like it's okay, part of the cool. story. Yeah. Like it, that was the natural progression for where this was going. Okay. All right. So if this did feel a little bit better. Good. All right. And, you know, the, the superhero you know buying and purchasing or like superhero slash superhero and buying and purchasing thing i'm like okay for me the the book is really about them yes couched in this other story mm -hmm. which is often the way you see movies like zombie movies and stuff yeah world, that's so true that's fine. cool <laughs> uh ray far thoughts on daredevil last rights and possible back issues i'd like to do that it's an innocenti daredevil story that we have most of if not all of it i gotta take a look to see if we have the whole thing um but that'd be fun yeah, I uh, I haven't read it in a long, long time, if ever. I, I've only read it, if I've read it, it's out of out of sequence. Because I have, like, random floppies of it. Uh, mm -hmm. And Phantom Flame, uh, to you, how would a perfect Red X story go in the comics? I don't know anything about Red X. I, I didn't watch the Teen Titans cartoon, uh, so I don't really know. Wow, my brain literally made that into X-Men Red. Yeah. I was like, I'm we are going to talk about that. This story's pretty okay for right now. Yeah, and uh, Ray Farr, but what about Rogue and Gambit's cats? Yeah, obviously Gambit will keep the cats. Naturally. Well, I mean, I guess whoever more stable should keep the cats. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, but speaking of more books about X-Men, Tiffany, you read X-Men Red, right? I did. Cool. Oh, I didn't really. Okay, here we go. Uh, X-Men Red number 11 uh, came out this week, uh, written by um, Al Ewing. Oh, my gosh, my phone. With art by Jacopo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, no, it's actually by two artists this oh. time. There were um, two artists around this. It was Stefano Caselli and... Uh, Jacopo Camagni. What a fun cover! Yeah, really solid cover. Right, dope. Uh, and and you know what? Cool. It's, yeah. This is less like a on the nose. Here's a thing that happens. <laughs> no, and, it's metaphorical. And, yes, it is actually. Yeah, Storm feels stifled by Professor X. Yeah. I get it. Or or <laughs> you know, held back. Sort of. Um, this this issue is fun. It opens up. Uh, there was a character uh, in a, a couple of earlier issues before Sins of Sinister, uh, a, a NASA dude who helped save a bunch of a couple of kids mm -hmm. on Araco. Uh, during the Uranus attack, okay, and um, he, you know, he's got a you know, storm, and he had a little date. Oh, okay, it's kind of cute. And she's like, "This is fun." He's just a guy, yeah. And like, he flirts with her. He can't, you know, he's just like, eh. and she's like, "Man, when was the last time someone flirted with me?" And I flirted <laughs> back. Like, right. she's like going for it. Okay. And then Professor X's big, you know, blue disembodied head pops up and is like, "Storm, I need you." Yeah. And she's like, "Cool." Right. I have to go. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. uh, and and they have a big, long conversation. And it's just a really good piece of, of fiction. Good. Written. Of good um, writing. It's just good writing. It's just Al Ewing exploring the space between uh, Charles and, and Aurora. And, um, you know, I don't I don't always agree with both of them or either of them. Um, but it's really well written. Yep. And it talks a lot about, you know, how she feels about what he's doing. Mm -hmm. It's about it's. I simultaneously get it for him. And I'm also like, but Chuck, you got to relax. He's, he's, he's starting with a little bit of a panic attack about 
what happened with Sinister. Yeah. And he's just like, but what if he didn't do it then? What if it's always been in me? Then mm. what's him and what's me? Like, where do I stop? And he began like, yeah, he's having like a meltdown about this, which we reveal through this conversation. Cool. Okay. So I really appreciate it. I was like, that that's neat. Yeah. Um, but there's also just a bit of stunning art in this. Like, mm. I absolutely love this page. Uh, it, it's, oh, cool. It's just incredible. It depicts a psychic battle between Rogue and Storm utilizing... Uh, Professor X and Storm? Yeah, I said Rogue, didn't I? You did. Between Professor X What's and... Like Neil Adams. But it's not. <laughs> um, but it utilizes older panels, so it's, a, a, you know, approximating that style. Yeah. And, and, you know, she's like, you taught me, like, the red triangle like technique to prevent against psychic, psychic attacks, attack, including yeah. yourself. Sure. And so we get to see it depicted and it's, it's just gorgeous. If you haven't seen it, absolutely. You know, yeah, go get a copy of the book or at the very least, I'm sure this is somewhere like, I hope so. I didn't see it out, out of context, but yeah, check oh, out X-Men red number 11. It's freaking amazing. Um, so, you know, storm, Storm leaves it with him because he also wants to know what Eric's last words were because he's afraid that it was Eric knowing that something was wrong with him. Like, he's got it in his head. He says, like, Eric clearly knew that I was infected with Sinister. Oh. And that's, like, what he must have said. He's like, did he warn you about that? Like, what is it? And she won't tell him. Mm -hmm. And inevitably she, like, infers that he, like, that Eric did tell her to watch him. Yes. I'm sorry. It's not Eric because that does not, he goes by Max. Right, yeah. Um, and I can't help it because I'm in the same boat as Professor X and I've known him longer as Eric than <laughs> I have as Max because mm -hmm. um, he calls him Eric and she's like, his name's Max. He's like, I'm sorry. Like, <sighs> yeah. I've just known him as this. Mm -hmm. And um, but she's like, his name's Mud because he's dead. But whatever. <laughs> she's like, he wanted me to watch. It. He's like, oh, because I'm infected. And she's like, no, well, you were. But like, because you because because of what you because you're crazy because mm -hmm. you're acting like this, man. Yeah. Cool. Um, so we got that going on. Which I, I I just I really like that sort of development. We got some development from you know Ewing on Professor X. Obviously, cyberspace has been carrying a good share of development for him in terms of like you know Legion. So yeah. it's neat. It's just kind of cool to see different sides of what's going on with Professor X because Professor X is because used to be like a really like you know just a good guy and yeah. all he wants is the, for the betterment. But like he's you know you live long enough, you mm -hmm. become a villain, and that's kind of where he's at where you know he wants the best for what for his people yeah but he has to evolve and change with the times for better or for worse so mm -hmm. it's interesting to see it explored yeah additionally up on araco there's a little subplot between um costa and um roberto oh DeCosta, and, yeah. DeCosta and um nova oh cool and they're in like this like jacuzzi because nova's like i had to make a promise to like my doctor essentially that i would take like i think it's like six hours off a week okay Otherwise, I'll have a meltdown. Yeah, that's true. Um, so he's just taking a bit of time. There's a guy, another guy in the, the hot tub with him. He's like, he gets up and he's just like, well, behold, me, I'm naked. Also, I'm going to leave now and go fight a battle in order to determine if I'm going to have a seat on our Racco government. Okay. I'll either die or get it. Fare thee well. <laughs> and they're like, what the hell was that? He's like, remember me. And they're <laughs> like, like, well, we will, there's we'll literally no way. We'll never forget after what we just saw. Yeah. That's awesome. And you're like, ha ha ha, funny. And then the external gate that's on Araco goes off. The external gate was originally used um, during Ten of Swords yes. and was a huge problem because the um, you know the army was going to come through there and attack Krakoa. But yeah. they then repurposed it and were able to get the people from Araco onto Mars yes. in order to move in. But it's been sitting there. It's been 
dormant pretty much and it goes off oh and you're like what the heck and then someone comes through and it's like what's what's happening right and they mm-hmm. have a big white sword and if you read ten of swords and if you didn't if you didn't read ten of swords and you're reading um x-men red, red. you're gonna be like what the heck is the the white sword uh has fallen and 99 of his champions with him uh the white sword was a, a character um from Morocco. he was one of the chosen 10 uh from their side uh to battle in the ten of swords uh contest uh his whole thing was he had the ability to resurrect all of his fallen army he would serve the, the white sword uh and he had gone off to protect his people and kind of lost his mind along the way uh but if he's fallen that means a lot and someone else is wielding his blade, and it's John Ironfire. I believe that's his name. Okay. He was in Sins of Sinister. Oh, no. In Storm of the Brotherhood of Mutants. And I kind of like that it's not that necessarily that's going to end up coming true, but we're keeping these elements in play to yeah. keep your, like, or, like reminded of. Yes, everything that. matters. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's cool. Neat stuff. All right. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, this character interacting with Storm because in Sense of Sinister he had such yes like you know he revered Storm like mm-hmm. he, you know so interesting yeah well I read uh, the Green Lantern number one debut from Jeremy Adams uh, and Zermanica or yeah Zermanica or Montox I think it's Zermanica who did the interiors for this uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because uh, Montos did the John Stewart Homecoming. Yes, which is up. also good. Uh, but yeah, this was, um, you know, it's a return to form. If you were uh, a big fan of Jeremy Adams on Flash, you may want to pick up Green Lantern. Not that Flash is in it, but rather that it's like a good showing, a strong showing. Uh, Hal's back. Uh, they did a nice job of contextualizing what the hell's going on with the Green Lantern Corps because I've been checked out. Um, I always feel bad. It's just like, like I know, listen... Hal, someone's favorite character. John, someone's favorite character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle is. Kyle, Guy. Guy. Jess- Simon, Jessica. Jess- they're all like, the Joe. Green Lantern Corps seems, everybody's got their their fans, right? Like Yes. But it always seems like Hal returns when they're just like, the last guy didn't do so well. So behold, Hal Jordan comes back. You're welcome. Yes, oh, that's right. And it's like, why don't you just do that? Like, just like, give Hal a look. Or, or why don't you just, you know, like embrace the others in the same way yeah okay <laughs> go on that's why because they're like who cares i care. um the, the the art by the way is fantastic in this issue is it? Okay. um so how's back the guardians are gone they're trying to do something you know they're figuring it out uh the idea is that like the the, the united federation of planets or the hell they're calling this nonsense confederacy of idiots in space uh they're like we we, we we're in charge of the Galaxy, so we're in charge of the Green Lantern Corps. This all happened in a book I didn't read. But uh, Green Lantern, uh, Hal Jordan quit. He's like, that's stupid. I'm leaving. And uh, yeah, the book is fun. It just, we watch Hal Jordan like reintegrate into his life. And it's like, hopefully none of you read the Grant Morrison run or the like, you know, or any other run that's happened in the last five years, because this is just, this is another one. Mm. Here's another one. Here's more or another fresh start. And it's like, okay. You know, and like the art's fantastic, as I said. Uh, Hal's voice is where is very well executed. Feels like a very, it's very number one y number one. My only issue is that like a lot of, <laughs> you know, it feels like a number one. No, I get you, I get you. But it does feel like it's bouncing around. Like this, you know, you're in, you're, you're, you're acclimated to the present, and then it's like six months ago, and then it's like it's a week ago, and then, you know, and I'm like, wait, which happened? Where? Yeah. Not that it's hard to follow, but it it is because you're like. I feel like you could just tell the story. You don't need to do all this. Like this is what happened five weeks ago. This is what happened yesterday. This is what happened an hour ago. And then here's the main story. And it's like, 
just tell the main story. Like just, just start from here and go from there. I don't know why you need to bounce around so much. Um, but you know, whatever. Mm. Uh, but we're establishing this is where Hal is, this is where he's trying, and he's just trying to reclaim his life. And so he goes to work for Ferris Air. And I, I, I just I felt like every other number one issue where like he goes to Ferris Air and he's like, Hey Carol, remember when we used to be a thing? And she's like, Yeah, like <laughs> go away. And he's right, like, Yeah, right, but right, right. and you know, and you, it's like you feel the like the number oneiness of all these different like Spider-Man, like when they when someone gets a new you know, some new run on Spider-Man or some new run on some other character, like Flash, you know, it's like he shows up and he's like, oh, I figure I should work here again. And it's like, just again, like you just did this, like not that you just did this, but like that's the thing that you remember that he did. And it could have been hacky where she goes like, you can't just return to the past. But no, she's like, you can have a job, work here. I don't like you. And we're, we have too much history. And he's like, maybe we can talk over dinner. And it's like, wait, we can rekindle our relationship, which has been on again and off again for the last 60 years. Right, right. It's just like, man, if you are looking for an uncomplicated Green Lantern book, this might be for you because like Adams doesn't give a crap about like anything that happened before that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the backup is about John and John is like, I'm out of the Green Lantern gore. I'm done. So he moves in with his mom and he's like, I'm going to help out. OK. And then like you should. Then Does it shows you. Ring? I don't think so. OK. But uh, he goes to the. F- but then we flash forward to the future and like everything's going to crap and like, and it looks like green lantern earth one. And I'm like, are you sequelizing the earth one green lantern stuff? Cause I really like that. And that's Phil Kennedy Johnson. And I don't care for him. Not that I, I don't know. care for him. I think he's a good, he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. We've met him a couple times and he's very kind. I just don't like his writing, but uh, you know, that, and so there's that too. If you want to read that, you know, it's, tough i'm a tough sell for these stuff for this stuff but it's like hey do you want this Eh, not really well what about this that's like that's not what you just that's not the same thing admittedly though i know you're not like a die in the wool green lantern fan yeah but also i appreciate that like this is a grounded green lantern Mm -hmm. like he's on earth he's gonna be a superhero on earth i'm like now you might get but then who's the space cop they're nobody Okay. or the other green lanterns okay who cares is what they're saying okay. like if you want to read about that read everything that's happened over the last 25 years because that's when we that's when all that happened okay read the read the grand morrison run all right all right oh i meant to i forgot to mention one very key thing because i got excited about john iron iron fire i forgot to mention what oh, yeah. he said i forgot to mention like okay so here's the reason why i forgot okay a because yay referencing sins and sinister and then and they were referencing Ten of Swords. The, yeah, like my the other book that you event. like that like nobody read. Um, I'm like, hooray! But he says Genesis is coming. <gasps> oh no! Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and you're like, <clears throat> you're like, anybody want to know what that is? I'll tell you. And I did. <laughs> and you could just watch her episode on Backish, right? Which I, you know, I like that because it is capitalized. I double checked. I'm like, all right, we're using the name, not yeah. the word, because you could use the word easily. You could, you could definitely at Wordsmith could be like, no, I'm talking about like the beginning. Is yeah, of, like the beginning of the end, right? I'm like, you could say that. Yeah, but they didn't. But maybe she is. No, like you know, she's the alpha. And she knows who you're talking and about. And he could be the omega. Yeah, that's true. Because he could be, you know, I don't know. I don't I'm know. Just, I'm just saying, neat. Yeah, uh, Thomas Daughtry. <laughs> Or Dowerty says, uh, I started reading comics three years ago after watching one of your videos. Thank you, Comic Pop, for changing my life. I have a lot Aww. to catch up on. Well, thank you very much, what Thomas. That's very kind. That's very kind. I'm. I mean, I don't like to be. Uh, 
I don't like to be too influential on people's lives being changed, yeah. but uh, I do appreciate it, man. Thank you. Genesis is Apocalypse's wife. Right. She's it's like, where's Apocalypse? Well, he's there too. But she, she was but, a, she was a big she's team. coming. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, like between the two of them, he won a ton of technicality. That's true. I mean, he did, you know, he is not to say that Apocalypse isn't strong and like absolutely incredible, but like she is the war maker. Yes, that's true. Um, so like if she's coming, that doesn't mean he's not gonna be with her. Oh yeah. Well, we've been setting that up since Ten of Swords. Or something happened. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, yeah, that's Maybe true. he's become a problem. Hmm. You very well could be. Uh, so let's jump into some books that are coming out this week that we. That's Gary Frank. That's insane. Yeah, Gary Frank's been doing some dope, uh, especially Hulk That's covers. Like, it's just a lot. It's a lot to look at. Yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, David Pepo's <laughs> Dope Johnson. Uh, just I'm gonna read it because it's like, oh, neat. Okay, let's let's see how it goes. Uh, Superman number four from Josh Williamson and uh, Nick Dragota and Jamal Campbell. Of course, pick this up. I've been really enjoying this run. Mm -hmm. uh, Batman Superman World's Finest number 15 from Mark Wade and Dan Mora. Obviously, you got to pick that one up too. Uh, she number 13. I'm going to read that. We'll see how it goes from Rainbow Rowell. I love that book whenever you talk about it because you're just like, I read this and you can't help it. You keep reading it. I do. Yeah, no, it's a consistently like a consistent book. Superboy Man of Tomorrow from Kenny Porter and uh, Yohoni Lindsay. Uh, this is a fun series so far. First issue, but you know, second issue's here. So I'm going to read that. Uh, and I recommend it as well. It's fun. It is. I mean, the Raven, the bold number one uh, from Tom King and uh, uh, and company. It's going to include a bunch of other writers as well. Ed Brisson, Chris Cantwell, uh, art by Dan Mora, Mitch Jarrods, uh, Clayton Coles, or just lettering. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to read this and see how it goes. Nope. I'm not a fan of the logo. Uh, oh and the Avengers from Jed McKay and Carlos Villa. Uh, Carlos's art is very uh, similar uh, if you're looking for the consistency to like Pepe Larraz. Uh, this seems like the, the new Marvel style, um, but uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, we'll see how Jed McKay. I have not read a lot of Jed McKay books because you're more of a resident Jed McKay person. I think you're going to enjoy it and you're going to get some pulls. I think this is the point, though, um, for you Moon Knight fans. We should start paying attention to see if it stays as good. This yes. is this is the moment. Well, it could be an opportunity for Jed to be like, I'll tell the bigger stories in Avengers, then I can be really more intimate and grounded. It could be. It could be. I mean, probably not the like the next issue of Unite that comes out, but like check like uh, two or three issues from now. Yeah, like, you know, it's okay to to go like, oh, maybe there's a little dip. You know, yeah. Avengers is a big deal. It's yeah. a big deal to be on that book. Right. Uh doesn't yeah. mean you can't balance them. I'm just saying it'll be interesting. Exactly. Uh, I noticed that uh, there's this book coming out called Danny Catch Ghost Rider number one from Howard Mackey and Daniel. I'm sorry, Picoe. are you going to be? Excuse me, excuse me. Why don't you step off, sir? I thought you might Why be interested. Why don't you stay in your lane? I didn't even get a chance to look at the, I know the you previews. Didn't. I didn't, I, you just you Oh, and uh, Wonder Woman number 799 is coming out. I'm going to check it out just to see, uh, you know, how it how it all wraps up for her. Um, so, you know. Oh, and Titans. Crap, I'm sorry, I forgot. Titans comes out. So we're going to talk about Titans as well. Uh, Tom Taylor, Nicholas nice. Scott. Um, oh, I mean, if you read Nightwing, it's basically a Titans book. But okay. you know, this is this is a supplement to your Nightwing series. Okay. All right. That's, that's no no complaints there. I like that. Right. Okay. That's totally fair. Yeah. There's also a Captain America event going on right now. Uh, I'll be damned if I read that because it's a freaking Captain America event, and my and DC Marvel has made no attempt to get me to read it. Okay. Uh, there's also a Predator book coming out. I'm not going to read that either. I'm done. I'm out. 
Any, anything else you want to tell us? Well, not, we didn't read Spider-Man this week. That you're, that I was going to say that you're telling us you're not reading? Be damned if I read that. Okay, fair, I guess, sir. You know, can't, um, can't bother. Oh, uh, Dark Ride is coming out, though, too. You know, uh, and there's a trade for the first arc for Dark Ride. So if you're liking uh, kind of like Evil Dead inspired subversive Disney uh, horror then maybe you might like that. I kind of like that description. You know, they, they should take that. Did you read the first? Version? No, I didn't. You should. I did you not. liked Birthright. I did. Between the two of us, you're the only one who read the damn thing. Yeah, but, you know, you're friends with them. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but you read Birthright. Uh, X-Men number 22 is coming out this week, written by Jerry Duggan with art by Josh Kassara. Oh, my so, God. You know. Like Modoc. I know. <laughs> There's a lot to hate on this cover. Yeah. Uh, including what looks like Super Apes and... Let's, oh no not. i don't think i don't think i bet that. i no, bet he's there i don't think it is i mean modok's there but we got modok we got nimrod um we have a sinister of some sort we've got a that, we'll, that we'll robot girl yeah name escapes me yeah she's got an she's got an action figure but i don't remember her name yeah no she's dope looking though I yeah really, she is X-Force number 40, a book that I was going to be like, okay, though the Beast plot's moving over to Wolverine, so, so I'm, I'm going to click that. And then they're like, but wait, Colossus. I'm like, damn it. Damn it. What a what a dated looking cover. It kind of works though. It's X-Force. Well, that's true. It's X-Force. It's yeah, fine. X-Force oh, isn't a book that could exist. It, it's like, it's a Colossus. Oh, also, you know, I didn't, wait, was this the book that teased Kid Omega? Yes. 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 So i read that one mm-hmm. uh, art by paul davidson i don't remember who was doing it before i don't yeah. know if it was them oh that was your book i i noticed just you know if you want to if you this is your kind of thing uh donna the, there's gonna be a primer for dawn of dc so mm-hmm. it's up to you it's, it's, free. it's free it's one of those things you want to just sometimes they just do like a hey here's like a little summary or something it might be something to help you yeah, if you're like i don't know what's going on yeah or like you're maybe slightly interested you haven't jumped on board you know it's a way to check it out for nothing yes i think that's a like a solid way to do things sometimes mm-hmm. um if you're a rom v fan i want to uh put a shout out that the vigil number one will be coming out from dc uh, yeah so you could check that out if you like rom v it might be enough for you to to, to try that yes um kind of it, it seems interesting like honestly, even the cover looks kind of fun. Yeah, it does. I might have to check it out. Right. I might have to pick that up. Yeah. Uh, yes. Danny Catch Ghostwriter number <laughs> one is coming out. Uh, this looks like they found it in a warehouse and forgot to publish it. I don't know if this is new or not. I remember there was one. There was a Danny Catch Ghostwriter book that was released recently where it was just a reprint of right. an old book, but with a new cover. And I was so mad they did that. Yeah. Um, although no, the colorist like, is Guru EFX, which would never have colored it also says years Danny ago. catches back flashback to a time when innocent blood was spilled. It's written by Howard Mackey. So you'll be buying it. It'll go along with your in your your complete run of Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah. The only thing they could have done, I'm not that I'm sure that Daniel uh P- Yeah, will do a great job. Yeah. But they could have gotten text. Yes, that's true. He's still working. And I also noticed he's not driving on a road made of skeletons. But he is driving up the side of a building. Which happened in the movie that no one likes. It's totally fine. I, I Listen, going to go for it. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. And yeah. then there's a bunch of other things I might check out this week, and then I'll tell you about it. If you read them. If I read them and I like them. It's a heavy week. Yeah, this but week. That, that, that cover for this idea it's good, good. looks really good. Yeah. And it looks like it says Scott Snyder presents. Oh, yes, that's right. Scott Snyder has a has a deal with IDW now. So we may be seeing a little more, oh. a couple more IDW books in our future. Oh. You never know. 
uh i mean you know not not terror or anything but <laughs> but uh thanks a lot for watching everybody we want to especially thank our sponsors for today's episode before we go I want to mention that if you want to meet us live you can do so by going to the joe kubert school of art this friday at uh, no saturday but this saturday i'm like we're not gonna be there on friday don't come there on friday don't, don't go there on, don't, go, don't go there on friday but uh yes this fr this saturday uh may 20th at one o'clock p.m eastern standard time come on by the joe kubert school go to dewey's comic city buy some comic books and then go up to the main floor and we will uh, hang out with you do a show and uh do some q a maybe a couple of giveaways uh there is a uh, and link it's, all, it's, all, it's gonna be you me Ethan and Ben. Yeah. All four of Team Comic Pop will yeah. be there. Yeah. Uh, there is a. If you uh, want to breathe the same air as Ethan and Ben, you may go. <laughs> and it's free. <laughs> Uh, there is a Google form in the chat and it will be in the comments down below if you're catching this after the fact. Uh, if you are deciding to go, click the link and let us know if you are going and what you're most excited for. It's a little questionnaire that just says if you're going. You don't have to give me your name, your number. I don't give no, a crap. I don't, like I don't want to want that. Know if you're going I just want to know if you're going. Because know, I want to know what you're interested in so we provide the right type of entertainment. Exactly. Because I don't want to do a show that you're like, oh, you're doing this. It'd be really, it'd be really insulting. We're like, we're doing letters page. We're just going to open up a bunch of stuff. Yeah, ta-da. And then go, and then we're going to take it all. And listen, if it starts dying, we'll be like, Ben, take some clothes off or something. Yeah, we'll do. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, come on by. We look forward to seeing you uh, this Saturday. That's right. Five days from now. Six days? Five days. This day is basically over. Because this day's over. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, five days. Mm -hmm. Five days from now, we will be at the Joe Kubert School of Art in Dover, New Jersey. Yeah, maybe the salesman will show up. I don't know. He better not. <laughs> He's going to get curb stomped. <laughs> uh but yeah we want to thank you all so much for supplying uh your uh, attendance to the show and we really appreciate the super chats for sponsoring today's episode and we'll see you guys next time with an all new episode here at comic pop returns on our 215th episode of this show or rather 215th episode of the or video on this channel right i yes. believe uh but yeah so uh that's it thanks a lot for hanging out everybody Bye. Bye. Wait, let me take a look and see if there's more chance. Okay. Yeah, that's it. All right. Bye. bye. <laughs>